You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate radio show live from the Budgie Smuggler booth in our town's cobbled old city district. Thank you to the makers of Australian-made swimwear, Budgie Smuggler, obviously sponsoring the podcast and sponsoring the booth. You can get your own pair with the code BATUTA, all capitals, to get free shipping from budgiesmuggler.com.au today. Anyway, my name's Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate. I'm joined today by Errol Parker, editor-at-large. How are you, Errol? Always good, mate. How are you? Good, good, good. And the Fatty Vorton of the Diamantina Shire, Wendell Hussey. How are you, mate? I'm very well, thank you. And I certainly have had a few head knocks whilst playing footy, but I hope that I never get to that level. Yeah, a bit hectic. bit like our week in news. What's up first, Wendell? It's been a dark one. Up first, Dutton has asked for Midnight Oil to be classified as a terrorist organisation. Hear, hear. Why was that? Well, after ASIO came out voicing their concerns about right-wing terrorism, Peter Dutton said he's more concerned about left-wing terrorism, and he singled out Midnight Oil as one of the militant left-wing sleeper cell groups that need to be targeted by our security organisations. Well, it's only a hop, skip and a jump, in my opinion, from having a number one album to obtaining a semi-automatic rifle and going on a shooting spree in the Adani Galilee Basin area. That's probably next for Peter Garrett. We don't know. What we do know is that he certainly killed a lot of people with the Pink Bats program. Anyway, any comments on that one, Wendell? Yeah, there were a few comments on that one. One particularly good one was from Tom Mum from Batuta Grove, and he said they also have the word oil in their title but are in fact against fossil fuels. These treacherous liars must be stopped. I think it's organic crude oil they're talking about. I thought there'd be more essential oils. In other national news now and men's rights gronk demands feminists praise men who haven't unlawfully taken another life. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. The fired up stay-at-home son said he's sick of the left-wing media's hatred towards men by revealing the alarming and horrifying statistics around male violence. This young bloke who was, as we said, a stay-at-home son who really didn't have any women in his life except for his mother who would deliver chick attenders to his granny flat studio apartment every four hours on repeat, said, you know, the media should be focusing on just how many men don't kill people because he's sick and tired of hearing about the ones who do. He feels like it tarnishes men. Yeah, he said, I didn't kill my partner. I've never even had a partner. Why should I have to listen to the concerns of terrified citizens who don't like the idea of one woman being murdered a week by their partners? Mm, Interesting point he makes. And there were also a lot of comments on this one. One from Ros Byrne who said, Well done to most men for stepping over the very low bar of not killing anyone today. And Peter Tippett who said, It's nearly midday and I haven't even bashed or killed anyone yet. I'm awesome. What's up next, Wendell? Down south in Sydney, and there was a bit of a scene as some young liberals escaped from one of Sydney University's elite all-male colleges. Yeah, there was a bit of a scene earlier this week when some primates were spotted running around the RPA district down there in Sydney. Initially, it was believed they were baboons from a research facility uh, in Sydney's northwest, but it was later revealed just three young men from an elite Sydney University college. And um, I think a lot of people who listen to our radio station do subscribe to the theory that the world would be a much better place if we took every alumnus that went to the Sydney University and shot them in the street. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a radical decision, but we have made our stand by simply not hiring. And that's just our way of uh, showing solidarity with the oppressed people who didn't attend Sydney University. What's that expression they use in Ireland, Errol? 
Oh, uh, track your Our actually. day will come. Our, Our day, day will come. come. Yeah, and they did manage to get those boys back to their colleges. Obviously, they were very scared after being let out into the real world, but thankfully they didn't do anything their dads needed to cover up. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that is, that is a relief for everyone. Back home in town now, and criminal lawyer mate starting to get a bit too close to a couple of the good blokes he represents. Yes, this is almost in the same vein as the last story there, Wendell. A young man who weirdly cites the popular Stan TV show Better Call Saul as a source of inspiration for his work in criminal law has told some extremely concerning stories down at the pub this week. One in particular about a notable Batutan underworld figure who was enjoying a golden shower, I believe, which has put all of his mates on edge. Disgusting. I'm shocked that this type of thing is happening in our cosmopolitan desert community. Fair enough sentiment and if you at home or wherever you are want to be entertained by dodgy legal stories without risking your safety and your career, don't miss the new season of Better Call Saul, only on Stan and streaming live at the same time as the US each week. Sign up for a 30 day free trial if you aren't already a subscriber. Apologies for that listeners we're moving on. We certainly are. And bloke who started Buck's party as the groom's weirdo workmate finishes weekend as the MVP. We've all done this at some point, haven't we, Wendell? We've all found ourselves on the outer circle at a Buck's party. And this actually is an actual feel-good story, an underdog story, and we all love one of those. A local man by the name of Kieran was initially pitched as a good bloke when you get to know him by the groom-to-be himself. You know, when someone is pitched to you as a good bloke once you get to know them, the chances are usually that they aren't a good bloke. No. Uh, so he was frozen out of this particular Bucks party on the Gold Coast. It was cut off from taxi rides and conversations. So he had to take one simple approach, which was outdrink everyone and apply scathing banter to the weakest links as he sees them appear. After a weekend of absolutely caning it, he eventually won them over, with a lot of boys actually commenting on how much ticker he had because he hadn't actually slept. Arguably the best story we've done this year. By day three, he had reportedly completely broken all of them with a couple of withering corpses vomiting on themselves asking for mercy. Uh, That's a feel-good story for the week. certainly is. A nice note to finish on, I think, so that'll wrap up this week's bulletin. Thank you for tuning in as always. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and join us again next week. Until then, I'm Wendell Hussey. I'm Clancy Overall. And I'm Errol Parker. Burn down St Paul's College. And those other ones, I believe. There's other ones there. John's. What are the ones in Brisbane? Emmanuel. What's the one Cata went to? Just, just, just lock. Burn them all. Burn them all. Just lock all the doors and set them on fire. Our day will come.